Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of our body here at Desert Springs. My name is Chase Jacobs. I'm the Minister of Theological Training, and joining me as always, Drew Hodge, Pastor of Music. So, Drew, we took a week off last week with uh, Memorial Day. Labor Day. Labor Day. What day is it? I don't know. Yeah. It's sometime in 2020. It's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks uh, for, for us and, <laughs> and for you. And for me. You just yeah. got your power turned back on? I did, yes. And yeah. The, literally and maybe figuratively? Uh, I'm still waiting for the figurative okay. part to come back. Yeah, we had a, there was Lights a big, big windstorm uh, Tuesday of this week. And we had, you know, the same cottonwood tree that I used as a sermon illustration uh, oh, totally fell down. It wasn't because I cut the root out. It was because we got like a seventy-five mile per hour that. gust of wind. So yeah, so many more sermon illustrations to come. Oh yeah, from yeah, no, this is people are going to be hearing about this yeah. tree for a long time. But uh, everybody's okay. But it did knock out our power, and now I've got to get a fifty-foot tall cottonwood tree out of my neighbor's backyard. So let's do it. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but in so uh, yes, we didn't have one last week for Labor Day. Took took a week off, and now we're back and, and better than ever. Yeah, I should say maybe. We're we're back at least. Let's let's say that. <laughs> uh, but you know there are. We thought we'd just take some time because there's a lot going on in in the body of our church and the life of our church that it's worth um, just just kind of updating people. You know that's one of the reasons that we started doing this podcast was just to kind of give some uh, more explanation and information about things that are going on. And and we'll start with the biggest thing that it's probably on everybody's mind is something that we announced uh, last Sunday, which was that our preaching pastor Ryan Kelly had a bit of a health scare that mm-hmm. we are. Um, responding to in, in a few few ways. So, Drew, tell us about that. What's going on with Ryan? Yeah. So, uh, probably over three weeks now, uh, Ryan had what they're calling a hypertension episode and had to go to the emergency room. Um, w- it was ruled out that it wasn't a stroke, it wasn't a heart attack, but he had an elevated uh, blood pressure uh, in dangerous levels and had some like pre-stroke like symptoms, wow. so very serious. Um, and then once the, they sent him home, uh, scheduled a stress test, and uh, he's wait, still waiting to take that. Um, and then he just hasn't felt hasn't felt right, hasn't felt himself, and his blood pressure has still been high. So we're just um, when he informed the elders. It became clear to us that we needed to give him time to recover. Yeah, because anybody that knows Ryan knows he's a tough guy. He's a hardworking guy. He's going to just keep at it. So for, for him to have have something like this happen, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's serious, and we want to take it seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's fought through migraines for most of his adult life. Right. Um, like daily. And, yes, and uh, has preached through migraines. Um but this is different. This is something that is is potentially life threatening and and still uh, a bit mysterious, right? We, mm-hmm. We're still waiting to yeah. Know so what he's exactly. gone. He's gone to visit a, a heart doctor, and uh, they've prescribed him some new blood pressure medication to hopefully get it under control. And then the stress test will, uh, Lord willing, reveal more about what's going on in uh, in Ryan's heart, literally in mm-hmm. his heart. His, his literal heart. Um, yes. So. Uh, let's just be praying. Be be praying for for healing. Be praying for comfort uh, and peace for Ryan and Sarah and uh, and wisdom for his doctors. Uh, we've kind of put Ryan on a on a work sabbatical now, like a an actual sabbatical. Yeah, he had been on a writing sabbatical working on yeah. this John Owen project, which we talked about, and yeah, that was. That was hard. Which was a lot of work. Yeah, he was working hard on that. So now he gets a real sabbatical, which he hasn't 
had in a long time. Yeah. yeah. So he needed a break. Um, yeah. And 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 as he was struggling to to get his blood pressure under control and and looking to come back and preach, uh, it became clear that 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 was a point of stress as well. That mm-hmm. um, he was trying to recover quickly, and we know that that doesn't normally go well. Yeah. Um, these things take time. So we just we we put a, an arbitrary six weeks on it just to give him time and six weeks out of the pulpit. Right. Not preaching, not not doing any work on the on the Owen editing project. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has the uh, flexibility to come to meetings or not or engage email or not. So along those lines, if uh, if you're listening and you have some experience with uh, blood pressure issues or heart issues, uh, we'd ask that maybe you consider um, not bombarding Ryan's inbox with recommendations. Yeah, he's he's talking to people and research. He's, he's doing the stuff. He's so. got his doctors. He's got his his family. They're they're taking care of him, but we can bombard him with prayer, if you will. There you go. Uh, so let's pray for him and pray for uh, uh, his family, and also uh, be praying for unity in our church and for the men that'll be filling the pulpit, uh, yourself included, Chase, uh, along with uh, like Caleb uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, and then Nathan Sherman and Ron Yeah, Giesi. so we've got, we've got yep. Nathan coming up. Uh, I guess as of release, Nathan would have yep. preached and yep. killed so it. so Nathan preached for us on Sunday. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. great. Thanks, Nathan, for that. Um, um, Habakkuk 3. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the next two weeks... It's me, mm-hmm. right? Do you know what you're going to be preaching? Uh, pretty sure we're going to do a two-parter in Jude. Awesome. Yeah, the oft-overlooked epistle yeah, of yeah. Jude, the brother of yeah. James. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Jude chapter one? Jude, yeah, all of Jude chapter one <laughs> uh, in two weeks. So Great. Really looking forward to that. And then who's after me? And then uh, Ron will preach uh, first Sunday. Ron Giese will preach first Sunday of October. And then, and then Randy... Pierce, that's right. The second week, one of our uh, non-staff yeah. elders, yeah, our newest Randy. lay elder. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So that, we're blessed uh, in our church to have a deep bull, uh, bullpen of capable men who can teach and preach. Uh, so we should give thanks to God for that, and uh, and just continue to pray for uh, for the growth of our body through this time. Um, and speaking of growth, a uh, big part of uh, the growth of our body is through our membership class. Yeah. Um, so you uh, you. Uh, as of this recording, um, you're having the class this evening yep. and tomorrow. So we recorded this Friday. Yeah, podcast time is so weird because yeah. So yeah. so once this comes out, you'll have you'll have done the class. So I'm sure it's going to go great. But tell yeah. us about uh, the class. You're doing a new format. That's right. And uh, yeah, give us a little preview. Yeah, of, yeah. Of so the class, the class is called. Uh, it has been called knowing Christ, knowing the church. Um, that's one of my privileges to get to be uh, in charge of that, which is the membership class. So it's how we. Um, instruct incoming members or even inform prospective members about what they need to know about our church before they consider joining us. What does it mean to be a member? What do we believe? Um, How do you get involved? Things like that. So we've been doing some reworking. Um, Casey Casey, as it's uh, lovingly referred to Mm -hmm. in our church, Knowing Christ, Knowing the Church, it's had a number of different iterations and and formats. Um, This most recent iteration, I've just been really focusing on on shortening it, kind of making it uh, a little bit more precise for the needs of the people that are coming into that class. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm encouraged, you know, as we, we sent the, the stuff to print, it went down from 100 pages to about 40 pages oh, of wow. material. So we're hoping it'll go from what is, 
usually a nine to I think eleven hours worth of content down to what I'm hoping is about six. Um, but, awesome. But just as good, but just a little bit more uh, focused in that. So I'm excited to get into that. It's just great stuff. You know, it's been great. It's been um, convicting even for me to kind of rework that material and just think again about what is it, what, what are the Bible's expectations of someone that's a member in a church? Yeah. You know, what are all of the things that as a Christian and as somebody that's covenanted with other brothers and sisters in this local congregation, what is it that we're trying to do for each other? Yeah. And it was good to just kind of reflect on, you know, how am I doing in that? So, so I hope it's good for these, these members that are coming in. Um, there should be 16, I think. So awesome. Lord willing, that'll be 16 new members in our church that we're accountable to and, uh, are accountable to us and are serving and helping us to grow in maturity. So yeah, maybe just ask everybody to pray for them too. Um, the process does not end with this class. This mm-hmm. class kind of starts the process yeah. and then they'll meet with a leader. Some of them I think will need to be baptized. So, um, mm-hmm. there's, there's a number of other components to that. They probably are praying themselves for wisdom and guidance if this would be the place that the Lord's sure. calling them to to belong. They but, don't automatically become a member after the class. No, that's right. And so for anyone that's listening, maybe that hasn't isn't a member but hasn't taken that class, that class doesn't obligate you to anything. You know, yeah. it's just a great way to learn more about our church and, and yeah. what we believe. Yeah, but it is a prerequisite for for membership. That's right. Like you said. So it's the beginning of that journey. Yeah. Um it's been a long time since I've taken the class, but uh, I remember really enjoying it. And uh, and one thing to, uh, for people to look forward to if you're considering taking this class is is getting to know other new prospective yeah. members in the class. Yeah, people so kind of in together. the same position that you yeah. are. You know, they don't know yeah. a lot of people. Maybe they're trying to figure it out. I still remember a handful of people that were in my, my class over 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we it was a special bond we yeah. share even yeah. now. That's right. So another big update, Drew, is uh, our petition to the governor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you announced that um, a few weeks ago yeah. too. That that we as a church have decided to respectfully and formally ask uh, Governor Michelle Luan Grisham to lift the restriction on congregational singing uh, in the state of New Mexico. That's right. So, so how's that going? Yeah. So a couple weeks now, we gave. Uh, the letter with over a dozen signatures from other pastors and churches in New Mexico that are a part of our Gospel Coalition uh, Southwest Regional mm-hmm. Chapter. Um, we gave that letter, uh, just a single-page letter, and then all the signatures um, uh, to the governor and her office and her whole team. Um, but then Labor Day hit, and so we had a holiday that kind of took took away some potential meetings for them to address mm. this particular issue. So the um, this past Tuesday, the small council met, and the small council is just a, a team of individuals um, who are tasked with coming up with new guidelines and changes and just people from around the community and also people are part of the governor's uh, staff. So kind of advisors to the governor. Exactly. So they decided not to make any changes on this until they discussed it with the medical advisory team. So the medical advisory team and the full council will be meeting this coming Wednesday, Wednesday the 16th. Okay. So we can be praying specifically on that date for that council, for the governor. And as as I'm talking with people on the inside, it seems like we really have to convince the medical advisory team. Okay. So Dr. Scrace uh, advises her on all these issues. So we know that she's going to be leaning heavily on, on his advice on this. So I've been sending new research uh, to... Um, to our person on the inside, mm-hmm. uh, and she's passing it on to uh, to the council and to Dr. Scrace and all of them. Um, and there's there's new research even out, uh, 
as of this past week out of uh, Sweden uh, that is really encouraging. Mm. That basically says that singing with singing is is still possible. Mm. Singing is a risk of spreading the virus, but singing is possible, particularly with mask distancing and limiting the amount of time that you sing together. Mm. Because the cases that brought about this restriction in the first place were choir rehearsals, one in Washington State, one in Amsterdam and a few other places, where they were singing for two and a half hours, no mask, no distancing. Somebody had visible signs of the of the virus, but this was back like early March mm. uh, before any you know restrictions had come down. So our argument is, we're not doing that, yeah. and we understand that singing is dangerous, and that's why we've been um, been uh, willing to comply uh, with that restriction, and uh, and we we see it as even more reasonable now with this new research that's coming out. So I'm more encouraged, and hopefully, the medical advisory team will see it that way, and so will the governor, and lift this restriction. So we can be praying specifically for that on Wednesday, uh, the 16th. Pray for the Lord's favor for us and churches in New Mexico, and continue to pray for this to be a, 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 a special and unique inroad for the gospel's sake uh, to our state's capital mm-hmm. and to our governor and her team and her office to just see the way we've respectfully approached her and tried to do this in a, in a loving and uh, honoring way uh, that we see um, we see ourselves called to in Scripture to honor those in authority over us. So. Uh, be praying. Yeah, you know, with uh, the original plan of jumping into the book of Nehemiah, I've been reading ahead a little bit, and there's just Nehemiah chapter two. This is a very similar, yeah, um, where he's he's by God's grace in a position of authority. He's close to the the emperor, and he makes a prayer, and then makes a prayerful request that that the mm. emperor would show favor to God's people. And, and so that would be a great place for everybody to turn as we anticipate the governor looking at this on November, or uh, November, as we anticipate the governor looking at this on September 16th and, and for us to be praying. And, you know, I'm also just so encouraged, um, one, by how many relationships we have with people that are in those positions of, yeah. of power, you know, that we've really been connected in some providential ways with some people that have the governor's ear. And that's, that's been really encouraging. And then I'm just been encouraged by your hard work, brother, yeah, and, and Ryan as well, and all mm-hmm. of our partner churches. You know, I know there's been a lot behind the scenes going into this, so thanks for all your work on that. Yeah, amen. Um, yeah, it's good that we have uh, brothers and sisters in Christ in in every vocation, and that includes politics. Uh, as, as Christians, we can sometimes become a little jaded towards politics and just want to just disengage entirely. But it's it is good and it has been to our benefit that we know lobbyists and we know uh, people that work and and representatives that work uh, for the state and they they've been such a huge help and blessing for us throughout this whole process. Yeah. So if more of you want to run for office, that would really help That's us right. out the next time. Let us know. We'll vote for you. <laughs> yeah. So transitioning now to uh, other ministries that have uh, uh, new things going on in our church is uh, the women's Bible study is starting back up. Chase, maybe you could tell us more about that. Yeah, they um, have actually gotten one week under their belt in their uh, new study in the gospel according to John. So um, they're really going about this in two different ways. Uh, There's one group that is doing kind of a year-long study through a book by Kathleen Nielsen that's about the gospel of John. Um, So the, the participants that join those groups 
they'll do some of the reading out of that um, book, answer some homework questions, and just have some discussion. So that's kind of typically how uh, our women's ministry has operated. But then we're doing another group um, that's just reading all of gospel, just the gospel of John, so another supplemental material. They're just reading the book. So these groups are all meeting online um, in uh, what I assume would be Zoom meetings, um, and they're limited in size, but uh, we wanted to let everybody know that's listening that there is still some space available. So if you're still interested in this, you've only missed the first week, you can jump in right now. You can just email brandy at dscabq.com, or you can go to our website and you can get into that. But um, I'm always just encouraged by our women's ministry. You know, sometimes I feel like they're putting us men to shame with just how hard they're working in the word and uh, and trying to apply that and trying to do that in community. So this is this is great. We want to pray for those ladies as they're getting yeah. into that. And um, and again, like I said, if, if you're a woman and you're listening to this and uh, maybe the online format's actually preferable for you, mm-hmm. you know, you have some flexibility to jump in there, but there is still time and you can find out more about that on the website. Yeah, my wife has greatly benefited from these studies over the years. And uh, to speak to the Zoom format just uh, briefly, um, We've heard testimony of uh, of how this online format for community groups and for uh, online studies has opened the doors for for others to be a part um, that might not have been able to in the past. And so I've been encouraged by that and thankful to the Lord for His provision for us in that way. Well, finally, we're finally going to get back to uh, Lord's Supper services, Lord yeah. willing. Uh, this month, so man, I feel, uh, I feel spiritually a little bit malnourished for missing this family yeah, meal. That's right. Uh, for the last three months, three or four months now, um, yeah, it is an integral part of who we are as a body mm-hmm. um, and how we uh, reflect our unity mm-hmm. as a body mm-hmm. and our unity with Christ, with each other. Um, so I'm so excited to get back to the Lord's Supper service. So be praying. September 30th, Wednesday night, we'll be back. We won't do our church-wide meal uh, beforehand, but we'll have our service. Chase, you'll be preaching. That's right. And you have a, you have a sermon ready to go, right? Yeah, because we were going to do a Lord's Supper service in like March, yep. I think, that we canceled. So yeah, yeah I've had a sermon in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 25. Jeremiah 25. Just cooking for... For six months, it's so brewing. it's gonna so, be. It's ready to go. You've got it memorized by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, be praying for that. Partaking will probably look a, a little bit different. We're still working out the kinks of yeah. how how we'll distribute all the elements. Um, so come come uh, eager, but come flexible right. with with how that's going to happen, and come knowing that we are doing our best to keep this really safe. Absolutely. So something that everybody can participate Absolutely. in. But obviously, if you're at risk, this would just be another one. We know. Um, we know how important this is to the life of every Christian and to the life of the church. Yeah. Um, but if if you're at risk or you're uncomfortable, you would not be in sin no. by by not partaking with us right now. You know, we're that's right. We're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, not through communion. That's right. So uh, it's a gift and a blessing. But if we're not able to enjoy it, that's okay. That's right. And we're having people sign up. So go on the website, sign up, register your family. Yeah, because we're limited in space. Yeah, so we're going to cap it at around 200, but I'd love to have 200 people there and uh, to have us all partake together. So just pray pray for this unifying act of remembrance uh, to bring the church closer to Christ and to each other. Uh, and be praying for Chase as he prepares uh, these two sermons in Jude and for his sermon in Jeremiah for the Lord's Supper service. Um and uh, 
yeah, hope, hopefully all this has just been a good encouragement. I hope as you were listening, maybe you were taking some notes for your prayer journal um, as you pray individually, as you pray with your families, uh, as you pray with your community groups. Um, let's be a let's be a praying church and and use these uh, these events, these uh, initiatives, um, these updates as fuel for your prayer. So uh, pray that this has been uh, beneficial for you. Well, you've been listening to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. If you'd like more information about our church or the things that we've mentioned, you can email info at dscabq.com. On behalf of Chase Jacobs, I'm Drew Hodge. Let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper.